What's up, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a Stonehill alum, a wide receiver in the fan-controlled football league, and an NFL, CFL, and XFL free agent. Andrew Jamil, how we doing today, my man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So first and foremost, you know, you got to rep that hometown. Tell us a little bit about your hometown and what makes it so special. Cool. So I'm from Yarmouth, which is a small town in Massachusetts. Uh, have you ever heard of Cape Cod? I have. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Um, so Cape Cod is, you know, a bunch of small towns pretty much linked into one little area, uh, which makes it the Cape. Um, so I played at a small high school. Uh, I did real well, you know, as a high school football player. Um, I come from a football family. You know, my dad played in college. My brothers played in college. Uh, my sister was even a cheerleader for the Patriots for a year, which is cool. So we're just a football family, man. Um, but yeah, Yarmouth, Massachusetts, that's my hometown. That's what's up. So when did you first start playing football and why did you play the receiver position? Okay. Um, so I started playing football when I was seven. That was the youngest you could play. Uh, my dad actually started the, the youth football program in my town. When he moved here with my older brother and went to sign him up for football, they said that they didn't have football in the town. So he's like, all right, I'm going to have to do something about that. Because uh, it was either that or move. So he ended up starting the youth program. So as soon as I was of age, um, he signed me up. And, um, you know, I just never looked back. But, you know, being a smaller guy, and one of the fastest, even as a kid, I knew I was going to be a skilled position. Um, so, yeah, I started playing receiver. And, you know, growing up, um, when I got to be like in eighth grade or a freshman in high school, um, my oldest brother just finished his freshman year of, of college. And he played uh, at Sacred Heart University, which is Division One in Connecticut. And, um, you know, that was the first time he was exposed to some Division One receiver coaching. You know, he learned so much his freshman year. And when he came home, he kind of shed some of that knowledge on me. So, you know, I was an eighth grader, a freshman in high school, running these college NFL type routes, running double moves and stuff like that. And I saw right away how how effective it was. Even though I was the smallest, I was never the fastest. Um, if you got good technique and know how to run routes, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I took what he taught me and I just never looked back. Yeah, for sure. So what is your favorite and least favorite part about playing wide receiver? Good question. Great question. Favorite part? Got to be just having the ball in your hands, you know? I like, I like uh, just being able to make plays, scoring touchdowns, picking up first downs, just – you know, creating highlights out there. It's, it's so much fun having the ball in your hands. Um, least favorite part? I've never thought about that. <laughs> I guess I guess you could say least favorite is that um, sometimes it can be hard to get you the ball, you know, if especially in college being one of the better receivers. Um, you're going to get doubled and bracketed and stuff like that, which – you know, when you play running back, the ball snapped and you get handed the ball. So now you got the ball in your hands. At receiver, you could have a line that doesn't block for the quarterback, so he can't get it off. You could have a quarterback that's struggling to get you the ball. You know what I mean? So receiver is a really um, dependent, uh, dependent position. You know? Yeah, for sure. That's what I was going to say too. Like you, you have to depend as a wide receiver on your quarterback getting you the ball and a bunch of different things happening. And then especially if you're on the team that has like two or three or four really, really good receivers, then you're splitting snaps and it's just a whole, it's a whole process. So yeah, receiver is definitely one of the most dependent um, positions you can play in football. So take us back to high school a little bit and tell us a little bit about your recruiting process and how you ended up at Stonehill. 
Um, so I was, I mean, I was a good high school player, definitely. Um, I was one of the better players in, in Massachusetts, I would say. Um, but again, I mean, I was small and the competition that I played against wasn't great. It was okay, but it wasn't great. So um, I didn't get many division one offers. I had a couple uh, preferred walk-ons, but I wanted to play, you know what I mean? I didn't want to sit on the bench if, if teams didn't want me. Um, so I wanted to go somewhere where I was wanted and where I was going to get the most out of my four years of college football. Um, I'm also one of seven kids, which is pretty crazy. So I, um, I had to go where the money was, you know, and a lot of division two schools gave me some money and basically close to a full ride, uh, Stonehill being one of them. So I did an overnight there. I loved it. They had a good team. And even though it's division two, I mean, division two's got some ballers, you know, I'm sure, you know, there's plenty of guys in the NFL that play division two. So I just wanted to go somewhere that I was going to play for four years, be able to make an impact right away. And I wasn't thinking about the pros. I was just thinking about four years of college football. So um, Stonehill seemed like a perfect fit. I got there. I won rookie of the year as a freshman in college. I was all conference four years and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that decision that I made to go there for anything. Yeah, for sure. So was it just kind of like Stonehill from the get go or were there some other schools that you were like strongly considering going to? What'd you say? Was it just like Stonehill from the get-go, or were there a couple other schools that were definitely in the mix? There was definitely a couple schools. It was Stonehill College, Bentley University, and St. Anselm, which is all in the NE10 um, in the same conference. And believe it or not, I, I only did three one-day camps in the summer, like recruiting camps, and those were the three, and those were the three full rides I got. Oh. So they saw me perform live, run some routes, and then I got an offer. So, yeah, I had to narrow it down, um, especially when they both gave me – all three of them gave me the a pretty similar scholarship um so yeah I mean it was definitely it was definitely a hard decision to make because it was one of the first decisions I had to make on my own that was going to play a huge part of my life because obviously that's where I was going for the next four years so yeah those three definitely yeah for sure um so it ended up paying off for you obviously you shattered a ton of records while you were at Stonehill all sorts of things, like you mentioned, all conference, all four years. Um, what kind of pro football interest did you have right after college? Um, so I graduated last spring, uh, 2020. Um, I was training for a pro day at Holy Cross University, um, and I was all ready for that. And then obviously COVID hit in March, so my pro day got canceled. So I was kind of screwed for a little bit. You know, I didn't know what to do. Um, a lot of us in this last class kind of felt that. So I guess the fact that um, you know, the FCF popped up. I saw that they were having tryouts and, you know, I, I showed up, I balled out and they offered me a contract. So I was, you know, if I wasn't here, I'd be at home training, waiting for the phone to ring. So this was a perfect opportunity for me to come in and start my pro career. Yeah, for sure. So you currently play in the fan controlled football league, as you just mentioned, kind of how's that experience been and what's it like going from traditional football to playing indoors on a smaller field and with less players on the field? It's definitely different, definitely different. And at first it was, uh, it was hard, you know what I mean? Just getting used to it. Cause now, you know, I play the slot. So I run some outbreaking routes and now I run an outbreaking route and the sidelines like 10 feet from me, you know? Um, so it's definitely, definitely different. A um, little bit harder but I'm starting to get used to it. And at the same time, I try not to think about it um, that it's such a bad thing and I'm not trying to make excuses. I try to think about it as it's making me work on my weaknesses, you know, being able to catch the ball because there's not as much separation now, tighter windows. So I got to make some contested catches 
and uh, be able to work in less space. And obviously a smaller guy like me likes space. So like I said, it, it makes me work on some of my weaknesses, but I'm enjoying it. I know once I can get back to play 11 on 11, uh, it'll feel like the field so much bigger. Yeah. And I've said this so many times on the podcast and not on the podcast that I think the NFL should do more research looking into like arena leagues and stuff like that, because it does literally require you to focus on your weaknesses, as you just mentioned. Um, it's just, it's just like, yeah, it makes so much more sense. So uh, who is the best player that you've ever played with and against in your football career? It's a good question. Um, so against, I would say, you know, uh, Deontay Harris, the uh, the returner for the Saints. Yeah, I'm a big Saints fan. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So obviously he's nasty. He played at Assumption College, which is one of our rivals at Stonehill. Mm-hmm. So I played against him three out of four years in college. So he's definitely the best player I played against. I mean, obviously you see see what he's doing in the NFL. Yes, sir. Um, best player. Some of the best players I've ever played with is in the FCF, you know, being a D2 guy and now showing up here playing with kids that played at Florida State, Bama, stuff like that. Um, it's crazy. So, I mean, I could name plenty of guys. Like, I guess I could technically say Josh Gordon. You know, I'm playing in the same league as him now. Um, so, you could really pick any of these guys in the FCF. This is the best competition I've ever played with and against. So, uh, really, any of these guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, kind of what is a week in the life in the FCF like? Um, so once training camp ended, we pretty much had double sessions for training camp, which was a grind, but once it ended, um, so Mondays are our off day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we have practice Friday's a light day. Um, we have two lifts a week and we've got meetings pretty much every day going over the game plan, watching film, stuff like that. Um, Sundays is our recovery day where we do a lift and we have yoga, some stretching regions, stuff like that. Um, so it's pretty standard, you know, we got, like I said, practice four to five days a week, one off day, a couple lifts a week and meetings pretty much every day and then game day Saturday. So, um, we do have a decent amount of downtime, but they, they keep us busy too. So the schedule is pretty good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. So what are, what are your thoughts about like playing in a league where the fans control literally how often you get the ball, stuff like that, like kind of what's that experience been like as a whole? it's been different it's been different but at the same time it's exciting um and it's fun dude because the fans are so engaged you know more engaged than ever really because they're the ones controlling the shots so you know i got you know my dms on instagram with a bunch of kids just you know saying saying whatever being you know excited or mad about the game and um it's just crazy that the fans call the plays and it's different because you know i'm used to telling a coach what i'm seeing out there and have him try to call some plays based off of that but now there's nothing he can do about it, you know. Yeah, it's like you're um, going. To, it's like you're going to your coach, and he's just like, "I'm sorry, bro." Like them homies yeah. watching on Twitch are controlling it, dog. Like exactly. Like, <laughs> corners playing ten yards off. I'm like, why don't we just throw a hitch, you know? And nothing he can do about it. So yeah. it's different, but at the same time, like I said, because the fans are so engaged, I mean, it's been electric. The games are awesome. Yeah, yeah. That that's pro- it was so crazy. Like whenever I first heard about it, I'm like, damn, this sounds dope. Like it's crazy. Um, so is there like any specific like NFL players current or or past that you try to model your play style after um yeah um I would say I mean I'm a Patriots fan I'm from Boston so I love watching Edelman I've watched Welker I watch Amendola love those guys um you know who else I like is Stefan Diggs because he's an unbelievable route runner 
Um, so I try to I try to watch his film and steal as many things from him as I can. Um, I like Michael Thomas too. He's a good possession receiver. Um, so yeah, definitely those guys. I like any of those guys that play the slot and give you know me hope being a smaller guy and they're still putting in work in the NFL. So any of those guys. But right now, I think Stephon Diggs is my favorite receiver. Yeah, for sure. And I know destroying kind of compared you in that video you pinned on your Twitter to like Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, those type of guys yeah. too. So yeah. Yeah, um, I get that a lot. <laughs> so one last question for you, Andrew. What kind of advice cool. can you give to the young athletes out there? It's a good question. Um well, obviously, you know, if you're playing a sport, you know you're gonna put in the physical work. That's that's without a doubt. You you have to train do all that but you know what really separates people too is that mindset you know um and it's something you can't teach to a lot of people you got to love the game you know because if you don't love it you're not going to put everything you have into it and you're not going to get the most out of it but if you do love it you just got to surround yourself around people that are just as hungry as you um you know if you're a kid a middle school kid high school kid you can't do it by yourself you need that coaching and that exposure so if you're lucky enough to have someone that knows what they're talking about and they can help you out you got to just, you know, be coachable and take that knowledge and run with it and work hard, really. Yeah, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Jamil, FCF wide receiver. Make sure you guys check out my boys game tomorrow night, Saturday night. Is that the last game of the season? Last game of the regular season. We got regular. playoffs next week and then the championship the week after. Yes, sir. It's going to be live on Twitch. I'm going to link all your socials in the bio. Thank you so much for hopping on the show today, my man. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, sir.